And now, it's time for part four of In the Moment. All right, movie of the week. Cocaine Bear. No, we ain't seen that yet. I know. But we going to see it. Yes. I'm dead ass. Okay. Next couple of days, let's go see that. I'm excited. All right, yes. me too. Okay. I want to see it. It's lit. Okay. We're going to figure that out today. Knock at the Cabin. You haven't seen it, right? Mm-mm. I can't say his name. It's a movie by my man, no M. Night Shyamalan. I don't want to... I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I, I, He's no, amazing. I know, I know who you're talking about. You know talking I don't about? know how to pronounce his he name. He did The Sixth Sense, I believe. Yes. He did a few amazing movies. Yes. It's a good movie. And um, if you don't want to hear anything about movies, then you can tune out for the next minute. But I'm not going to spoil anything per se, but I am going to speak to what the movie is about. I'm going to give one thing because I'm curious as to what you would really do in this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great movie. I think if, you, if you're looking for a movie to go see, you should go see it. But here's the premise, right? And it's bugged out. So imagine you go to a cabin. It's you. So in the movie itself, it's, um, it's two men. Mm-hmm. They're in a relationship. They have a young daughter whom they've adopted and taken in as their own. Mm-hmm. So if you're in this case, Katie, it's you, it's your wife, and y'all have adopted a daughter. Mm-hmm. So this is your family. So three of y'all. You in a cabin. People start banging on the gear. Trying to get up in there. Your gun in the car, you ain't really got no way to defend yourself, right? Mm-hmm. They tie you up. And basically, this is all I'm going to say about the movie. They tell you, yo, we're about to come to an end. And four of us, our visions of the world coming to an end has led us to y'all. The only way to save the world, and this is true. Imagine if this is true. I'm not going to say if it's true or not in the movie. I'm just going to say in real life, imagine if this is true. They come to the three of y'all and they say, y'all got to sacrifice one of the three or everybody's going to die. That's the premise. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's what I said when that shit got started. I was like, yo, Somebody I ain't expect facts. So imagine you are literally sitting. <laughs> stab somebody immediately. Who are you stabbing on? <laughs> your wife or your oh. daughter? Oh. You see what I'm saying? Because if you don't take your wife or your daughter out, everybody dies. What the fuck do you do? It is me, my wife, and my daughter. You tell me, yo, you got, what do you do? My daughter. I mean, not my daughter. I'm oh, sorry, my wife. No, my I'm wife. going home. My no, wife. I'm going home. My wife no, got to go. Katie's wild. Wait, go. no, no. Wait, what? My wife got to go. You going to just kill your wife? Look, this is what she get for not putting the bread back where it's supposed to be. Katie. <laughs> Katie, stop this. My daughter's my child. I love her way more. She's the, she's the future. My wife's. You going to kill your wife? Instantly. She got to go. Inst- you know how you want to think about this shit? Yeah, for one second. And then I'm gonna think about something that made me mad, which would give me courage to kill her right then on the spot. Katie, th- uh, stop! Because you're saying this way too easily. Look Gripping away. Gripping the mic and not looking at me <laughs> while you say it don't make this shit not real. Look away, little Molly. Look away. Oh my God! You gonna tell me, little Molly? <laughs> mommy number two's gotta die. Oh my God! <laughs> mommy number two. Why has are you got mommy number to... one? Who made you mommy number one? Well, in this scenario, I'm the one that carried my daughter. So. I'm the number one mom. Why you get to decide that the, the number two mom? That why number two mom don't get rid of you? She don't, cause she ain't got no chance. <laughs> you are fucking ruthless. I have to do what I have to do to save the world. You would really do that so everybody can fucking live? If not, we gonna fucking die. What do you mean? Katie, I'm not killing. I'm not killing you my wife. You have one chance. One. <laughs> now you Eminem. <laughs> now you Eminem. You I ain't never seen a pack of Eminems coming too. That ain't enough. You gonna just get rid of your wife? 
have to. So what you going to say? You're not going to kill anyone? You don't have to get rid of your wife. You could have sacrificed yourself. You could have said, yo, take me. <laughs> oh, you ain't think about that option, did you? Oh, I saw the light bulb. I just said, bing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I could. But no, my wife. Yeah. <laughs> Are you just, what? Damn. You are wrong. I did not expect this answer from you. Damn. I completely am caught off guard right now. I was now. not thinking sacrifice myself. If it was me or my child, sacrifice myself. But I have another woman right here that has probably been annoying me for the last two days. Holy <laughs> shit. I love I, you, babe, but I don't think I've ever been, I don't think I've ever been <laughs> speechless on the podcast in my life. Wow. I, I didn't and see I this coming. I can't take that back because I mean you can't. what I say. No, you said it four or five or six times. Can like I, you clearly didn't even have to think about this. I mean it. You just kill your wife. Maybe I haven't been in love enough not to. Hey, all this time we thought it was me. <laughs> it's you. <laughs> it's you. Hi. You're I'm the, problem. the problem. It's, it's you. <laughs> what? Seriously. Yeah. I've never That's been in wild. love enough that I would want to sacrifice my life for, for the love of my life. Well, imagine my it. My child, yes. I haven't either, but imagine it. This is your child and your wife. I can imagine being so much of a parent and wanting to see my child grow oh my and have a future that I would do anything for my child. You are would sick. I do anything for my partner? No. You are everything that I am. And now I'm starting to realize why we are what we are. <laughs> I didn't think, I didn't see this coming. Yeah. I was sitting there the whole movie like, hey, we're going to have to die, bro. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, you wouldn't kill anyone. Hell no. Oh. I'm not killing my wife. You crazy? It's kind of stupid, right? Because you, you want to save your daughter. But if anything, I genuinely believe in a moment like that. And I don't know if it's toxic masculinity, but I feel like it's my job to protect my family. So mm -hmm. I'm sacrificing myself. Because I wouldn't be able to live with that decision, right? Like, I could easily be like, hey, my wife got to go. I take care of the kid. He's straight. Everybody else. I would be the most miserable individual walking the earth for the rest of my life. There's no possible. I would, yo, this all me. Just take me, man. Just take me. There's no way. I wish I could put myself in your shoes right now, but I don't feel it. Boy, to Katie's future wife, you better <laughs> pray to God it ain't never a knock on that cabin. No, I better love her. No, I, Because I understand what you're saying. Like, it makes so much sense. But right now, I don't envision myself being that much in love. That I would sacrifice myself over my wife. I'm gonna ask sacrifice you this question myself again over my child. Yes. I gotta wait. I gotta wait till you in love, love. I'm gonna ask you this question again. And, and you mom number one, which means that it's your job to protect. You mom number one. Yeah. You're gonna throw mom number two to the wolves. She gotta go. Damn. I ain't even mad at your answer. It was just the the quickness. Oh shit. I'm sorry to that woman. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. It's time for Mo and Katie to fight about relationships. There was a video with Mary J. Blige, Taraji P. Henson, and half of the City Girls. What's her name again? <laughs> Carisha. Carisha. I like Carisha. I'm not trying to be funny. Young Miami. But Young yeah. Miami. Um, three beautiful black women on this platform speaking to if they have a man in their life or not. And I'll just roll the clip. Y'all got any kind of boo thing, some kind of... I honestly don't. You got to like somebody. <laughs> Ooh, I don't you got a, a lunch friend, somebody. Mm, mm, where is he? <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think he's in America. I keep saying that. Because all the men have been ran through. Mm -hmm, that's true. All the... 
<laughs> straight up and down. No, I'm serious. It's really a shortage. I said what I said. <laughs> are, you, are you dating? Hell no. I'm, you, not. you know who I'm dating? Yourself. Right. I really am. No, I be going on dates with myself, y'all. Go, I take myself to dinner. It's powerful. It's powerful. I, I take, <laughs> anyway, that's too much information, but yeah. <laughs> we get you. I am dating myself. First of all, I love me some Taraji P. Henson. She is an absolute queen. Love her. I've met her twice. Um, everything I thought she would be in person. Beautiful, amazing actress, super talented. But for some reason, and I don't even know why, I loved hearing a woman say, all these dudes that been ran through, I don't want them. Because I feel like I done got roasted many a time <laughs> for saying this mm -hmm. about looking for my queen, right? Mm -hmm. And it's funny because the Shade Room posted something the other day that said, if you had to drink your body count, what's the results? And if you looked at the comments, yo, I mean, it was comment after comment after comment after comment of, hey, send me to my maker. We ain't got to do this. Oh, I'm dead. Oh, I'm this, I'm that. And you had to go through 1,043 comments no. to get to a woman who said, these comments are disgusting. I can't believe this, nah. right? Uh -huh. And I searched and searched and searched because I was going to find me a woman that said, oh, I'm perfectly fine. I'm still sober. I was looking for that comment. I found it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> Katie. Hey, you know how many times I had to click more? Fucking not. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so we living in a world where I'm like, I guess my mentality is just old and worn out and trash, right? But shout out to everybody who jumps in my DMs and say, no, it's not, Mo. I'm like that. I teach my daughter to be like that. Keep preaching the gospel to the people. I appreciate y'all. I know you write me. I hear you. I love you. But damn, it felt good. I don't even know why. But to hear a black queen say, yo, no. Mm -hmm. I don't want something anybody done had. Like, I feel like I thought women didn't even value that or appreciate that. So to hear Mary talk about, I date myself. And it's powerful and it's lovely. And to hear Taraji... And, I, you know, I love Carisha, too. She's a beautiful woman as well. I just don't like that she be out here talking about how she getting pissed on. I feel like she could have kept that to herself. And I hope that she does value herself and see from the queens how to move in public. But that's not here nor there. I ain't here to judge for kinks. No kink shame. I ain't here to judge for kinks. You're right, Katie. But I loved hearing this. I love this video. What's your thoughts on this? I appreciate that she said it. Because I, I've heard, especially experiences from my friends who feel this way. Or my friends, they'll test men. Mm-hmm. If I have a friend who, if she goes out on a date with a guy and she's getting to know a dude, depending on how quick he is to want to get in bed with her without protection, mm -mm. we'll tell her everything. Mm -mm. Signs be. Woof. She's like, if he's not trying to protect himself and safeguard himself, that tells me everything I need to know about him. And that's the test. Mm -hmm. She's like, no. She's like, all these dudes, they're for the streets. Like that, she'll think of that way that there's so many guys who are just so quick and they're they're easily persuaded. Ooh, that they're not thinking care. about themselves, though. But if you're not thinking about yourself, then why would I want to be with you? Because then you're not going to think about me. Most of these dudes' shot clocks go off at the moment they realize that there's some vagina in front of them that is willing to be theirs. And I mean, I'm talking about off. That tells me that you for the streets, too, then. Facts. You know? Right. It comes, so, like, I remember I was just telling, I got into an argument with my man. Somebody brought this up the other day. I thought about it where, you know, he was like, you know, what I did with my first baby mama when we had our kid, I didn't mean to have a kid. It was an accident. I don't like that. We got into a full-blown argument about this. He was like, I was like, that's not an accident. He said, what you mean? It was not, no, it's not an accident, bro. Like, stop saying that. You're removing yourself from accountability, right? Mm -hmm. Last time I checked, the process of having a kid is not somebody knocking on your door and saying, here, this belongs to you. No, <laughs> right? It ain't, a, it ain't a knock at the cabin. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? You knew what you was doing. Right. You, you ain't had no kind of on. You went up in there. You shot the club up. Like, that ain't no damn. You don't just trip and that happened. Mm -hmm. That was a decision. 
you just wasn't prepared for the results of your decision because your shot clock went off. But don't call that shit an accident. Mm-hmm. It's not. All of the people who don't have kids, and that's why when we have these discussions and you say, well, I don't have that, and you say, I don't want somebody who does, not because I'm shaming them, but because I moved a certain way and I want to meet somebody who moved a certain way, there's nothing wrong with that because that ain't no damn accident. Mm-hmm. And it's And again, it ain't shaming, but it's just understanding. Everybody move different, and I don't think it's nothing wrong with wanting somebody who move like you move. So to hear a woman not only value herself as a queen, but look for a man who values himself as a king, I'm like, okay, maybe it ain't just me, and there are some people who still move with that mindset. There are. And and to hear Mary and Taraji say it, I don't know why, but it just felt good about that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Shout out to the people who still moving that way. It ain't just you. All right, question of the week. I saw a, a video okay. where somebody licked the toilet seat. No. It was disgusting. You're lying to me. And um, I saw one of the comments that was like, hey, actually, uh, it's not that bad to lick a toilet seat. Y'all just be thinking toilet seats are worse than they are. Now, mind you, Katie, this was a public toilet seat. And there was a woman on the toilet seat, and there was two dudes in the same bathroom, and they were both urinating. And the woman was on the toilet, and they were talking. And then, <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of nasty shit going on, literally. And then I found this dude literally trying to justify this. Now, obviously, to sit here and talk about how nasty it is is too easy. But they gave a list of things that scientifically are actually nastier than toilet seats. Your phone. So I'm going to run through this list. Okay. And I want you to tell me. Which of these you would admit that you rather lick a toilet seat than the things on this list? Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. These are a list of things that are allegedly nastier than a toilet seat. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Bathroom light switches. Public? Yep. Oh, I'm not licking that shit. Okay. So you're going to take the toilet? You got to lick one or the other. Light switch. Okay. That's what I thought. Bathroom sinks. Sink. All right. We on fear factor. You ready? <laughs> yeah. Bed mattress. Oh, the mattress. Wait, like the wrong. No, you said that like you did it before. You nasty. You nasty. <laughs> you so nasty. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh all right. Whose oh. bed mattress? <laughs> yeah, that's a good. Now you're asking the right question. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's fair. Uh, car seats. Car seats are allegedly top three nastiest things on the planet, Who's car actually. Seat? I don't know, but it's either a toilet seat or a car seat. Which one are you seat. taking? You going to lick the car <laughs> Give me that snot. Because I'm not licking no ass. <laughs> All right. If you had to lick a car seat, you, which seat you going to take? You got to take the back, right? Oh, yeah. There's less people back there. In the middle, too. You got to take the back middle. You can't take no other seat. I hope there's some leftover Cheez-Its on that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> cell phones. I would lick my cell phone. Yeah. Cell over. phones are disgusting, they say. Yeah, they're super disgusting, but I would lick it over a toilet seat. Computer keyboards. That's sick. That is sick. I don't know if it's nasty than the toilet seat, but that is no, sick, though. This is why keyboard over toilet seat because keyboard has food crumbs on it. You just gonna lick anything that has food in it. You don't give a shit about what the actual food is covered as long as you can get a Cheeto. <laughs> okay, I got you. Computer yeah. mouse. Yep, I'm yep. lick the mouse over the toilet seat. Cutting boards. Why is that nastier than the car seat? I mean, the toilet. Raw meat. That's disgusting. If you use raw meat. Yeah, that's and okay. that can give you like salmonella and all those other. Oh, that lick. one's tough. That's close. Oh, a lot of women lick raw meat, Katie. I mean, <laughs> I mean, all right. Don't worry about it.
Moving on. Doorknobs. <laughs> I'm trying to move on. Will you help me move on, please? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Stop naming women. I know. All right. Can we move on, please? Why is it so big? All right. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. All right. Doorknobs. 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 Doorknobs got to be disgusting. Yeah. Worse than the toilet seat, I don't know. I'm still taking no. doorknobs. Yeah, doorknobs. Elevator buttons. Yep. Especially the first floor. Right? Everybody go to the first floor. Fingernails are allegedly dirtier than toilet seats. Yeah. No, I've seen some fingernails. No. And women always compliment my fingernails, which tells me that y'all be running across dudes with really, really dirty fingernails if all the time. If you could have met. Oh, I have. Mm. Yep. Oh, yep. Women be God. licking fingers, too. I've seen some easy construction work. Never mind. Um, kitchen faucet handles. Yeah. 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 You look that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Kitchen sponges. Now I might toilet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> toilet. Ain't no motherfucking way. Yeah, Ain't no motherfucking yeah, way. That's what it might. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna lick some ass yeah. today. <laughs> Ain't no way. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh my god. Alright. And now. It's time for Mo Ain't Shit. I'm going to just say this on behalf of a friend of mine. Not going to say any names. If you are a woman and you find yourself around another woman and she happens to be a lesbian, that does not mean that this is your chance to experiment with some shit. That's not okay. It's too many women getting drunk. Running around thinking it's cute to all of a sudden want to be a lesbian for 10 minutes because your friend is a lesbian. That shit ain't cool. You ain't Drake. Nobody cares if you a lesbian, girl, me too. That's corny, yo. I done seen it too many times, man. You can't just get drunk and, oh, I want to lick your ear. I want to kiss you. I want to touch your butt. I want to do nasty things because you a lesbian. I'm not. But I still want to try this. I've always wanted to. Are you here? This is our moment. Yo, what the fuck are you doing? Stop. Stop, yo. Because if a man was doing that, we would know what time it is. A man can't go up to a woman randomly and be like, I want to make out with you just because I'm drunk. And you can't either. It's not cool. Be aware. Doesn't matter your gender. You can't put your mouth, your hands, or your feet on anybody who has not asked you to do it. In fact, if you have to ask somebody, can I do something? The answer is no, because you should just already know what time it is, and y'all already on that type of time to where no questions have to be asked. But if you have to ask, the answer is no. If someone's gay and you're not, the answer is no, period. Grow up, get a hold of yourself, knock it off. I miss anything? No, facts. All right, I'm done. It's time for the Sicko Award. Let's see who was nasty this week. He's so fake, but I'm so real. Yeah, I'm so sick, but he's just there. I think about seven or eight of y'all reached out to me and said, Hey, Mo, so Megan Hall Pass has decided that the only reason that she slept with those six officers and got fired while she was married is because she claims she was sexually groomed into doing so. First thing I did was look up what in the fuck the sexually groomed mean. She claims that she's a victim here. And she's suing the chief and someone else because they allegedly 
convinced her that if she were to be sexual with these men, she would have promotions and all types of other shit. And that's the only reason she dropped down and got her eagle on. Wait, no. That don't make sense. Of course it doesn't. What? What? Hey, she doing what she's supposed to do, though. Mm. You got fired. You know what I'm saying? Try to, okay. There's no income, money not coming in. Let me try to be a victim here and play, you know. Whoa, it's me. Oh, yeah, look at me. It's everyone else. We've heard this story before. Katie, we've seen way too many people in positions where you're the problem. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, when you're not around anymore, everyone else was the problem. Certainly, let's try to get the public on your side so that it can seem as if you're the victim. Mm-hmm. Megan Hall Pass is no different, and y'all knew that. So I don't know who I should give the sickle award to, whether it should go to Megan Hall Pass for trying this bullshit or to all of my supporters and listeners who wrote me. Y'all say, hey, hey, stop this. Talking about mom, I can't wait to hear your take on this. Y'all be playing with me. They both the sickos. Yo, nah, <laughs> y'all all getting it. Everyone. What is she t- Sexually groomed? Nah. What? Nah. <laughs> The way she's presenting it is insane. Don't know, ma'am. Stop. Ma'am. Will you stop? Now you know. Now you back in the news again. Your husband got to deal with this shit again. Will you stop? Mm-hmm. Stop. Now ain't no sexually groomed, okay? Yeah. She busted open and got caught. Now she's trying to find a reason and a way to get some money and to not make herself look crazy because her mama watching. Ooh. Done here, mm-hmm. right? To Megan Hallpass and all of my lovely listeners and supporters who told me that they wanted me to comment on this. I love y'all. But y'all all sickos. Quote of the week. This is from Let My People Glow on Twitter. You're not a puppet. Stop letting other people pull your strings. Stop valuing everyone else's opinion over your own. Stop trying to live a life that was never meant for you. Start deciding who you want to be for yourself. Once and for all. That's it. Mm. Too often in life. Mm-hmm. Too many of us find ourselves in situations where we are literally moving and making decisions based upon what other people feel like we should be doing, how we should be moving. You letting people validate your decisions, telling you, yeah, ain't none of that shit matter. You ain't a puppet. Ain't no strings in your back. Live your life for you. No one else can tell you how to live your life because they not you. They don't know what you have. They don't know what you possess. It ain't about them. It's about you. Stop being afraid. Do you live your life? It's time for Mo's Reflective Moment of the Week. My trouble used to just double. When I ain't have a dollar, I used to struggle to struggle. Yeah, I was dreaming about the game. I'm going to try to make this short and sweet because I don't want to cry again. This was a trip, Katie. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I go into, like, full detail of my experience, though, you came out for a day. I did. Did you enjoy it? I had a great time. Yeah? Um... This is something that I had always wanted to be a part of. And so the fact that I had the chance to experience a glimpse of it yeah. was amazing. It's incredible. It was more touching than I even thought it was going to be. I appreciate the time that I was even down there for, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to still even see the kids and be introduced to the families and everyone's story. It's, I don't know how to describe it unless you've experienced it. One thing is hearing the stories, yeah, but seeing it. Yeah. Up, you know, impossible to explain. Yeah, honestly, it, I mean, this was my fourth year, and I still can't explain it. It's tough. It's it's just something you genuinely have to be a part of. And every year, special, you know, every year kind of brings its own personality, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, different 
kids, different families, different experiences, but the love, the connection, um, it's always the same, you know? And it's life-changing, right? Like, you hear the term life-changing way too often, and it's really not often, truly, where you get to experience something that is life-changing. But this is one of those. And this year, I mean, it just was different. You know, it wasn't something... I didn't change anything. I didn't change my mindset. I didn't, I went in with the same mindset I always do. Leave it on the field, go hard, do the best you can. That's it. But you never know, you know, what God has for you and what's going to become of it. You just go out there and leave it all on the field and do your best. But this particular year, man, I mean, I am not a crier. (laughs) That is not my thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I can probably count the amount of times I've cried on two hands in my entire life and Typically, all of them had to do with the death of a family member. Mm-hmm. Those are the times when I, you know, you let it go. Mm-hmm. But I don't really think I've ever cried tears of joy or relief before. That's a new experience for me. Anytime I've cried, it was from a place of loss mm-hmm. and pain. So imagine uh, my surprise when I'm sitting there in the in the grass enjoying... Uh, a Sunday night and the the time and the days that I got to spend with these amazing children and their families. And for those who may not be familiar, what I'm speaking to is Bert's Big Adventure, where we uh, take kids with chronic and terminal illnesses to Disney for a magical VIP experience for five days. And it's just, um, I don't know, like Katie said, I can't put it into words, right? Mm-hmm. But this particular year, I bonded. Um I bonded with a few kids, but I really, really, really bonded with a kid named Landon. And it was just natural. It really was. Um, when we all met at main event, and we he was bowling, there's something about him. Got a real quiet confidence about him. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people mistake someone who's quiet, whether it's an adult or child, doesn't really matter for something different than what it is a lot of times, right? Like I know a lot of people love to believe that people who are quiet are always just shy or they just don't have anything to offer or they're just reserved. You'd be surprised how much confidence a quiet person has. You'd be surprised how much knowledge and intelligence a quiet person has. I used to tell my friend a lot, like a lot of the times when people run up on me and be like, oh, you don't talk, you don't talk, why you don't talk? I'd be thinking to myself, you talk too much, shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Because there's a reason I'm this quiet. Exactly. I see what being loud gets you. I see what it looks like. I don't like it. I want to be that, right? Something about him, though, his quietness to me didn't come off as a kid who was not wanting to be bothered. Maybe that's how most people read it. But I read it as a kid who just was looking for someone to realize who he was mm-hmm. and understand that. For some reason, I did. I just felt attached to it. I understood it. I got it. I knew what that was. And we just started kicking it. And then when we went on a trip, you know, I just found myself talking to him. And eventually, it seemed as if every time I talked to him, I got a little more. I got a little more. I got a little more. And before I knew it, we were everywhere together. And we did everything together to the point where he'd knock on my door and be looking for me. And we going down to lunch together, right? And... I didn't even truly realize that we were how much we bonded until we went to eat. And 
it was like the last day of us eating and I was sitting by myself and it felt weird because he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Like every other time he was there, right? Mm-hmm. So it was like, in my mind, I was trying to be cool and play it off, but I'm like, yo, what my dude, man? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I, felt, I felt like I felt alone. Where's Lincoln? Everybody's at the table, but it's like, no, nah, it was my guy. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? And then um, I saw him walk in with his hoodie. He gave his mom something. I could see him looking for somebody. He's locked eyes with me, walked right over. And he sat there. He said, hey, Mo, you good? And in my mind, I felt like I am now. You know what I mean? Because it it just felt like we was just supposed to spend every moment together. That's what it felt like. And then at some point, truly, to be honest, I forgot it was BBA. I was kicking it with my guy. It wasn't about, like, nothing other than just, like, I just wanted to kick it with my guy. And I think he felt it. And we both felt it. And his mom wrote me the most beautiful message. I mean, the most beautiful message. And at the point that I read it, I was like, this is enough of the crying. Yo, I ain't going to keep doing this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got to stop. Right. <laughs> and I didn't even realize, because I'm not the kind of guy that would maybe even sit down and truly think about it. I was just doing what I felt was right. But me, Katie, sitting there, we had a few drinks, you know, celebrating this beautiful weekend that we had with these families. And KK walks over, Kristen from The Bird Show, for those who are not familiar, and just starts to just rap with me. Wasn't for the show. Wasn't for any other purpose other than just two people kicking it, you know? And I don't know what made her bring this up or why she thought to talk about it, but boy, did I need it, you know? And... Last thing I ever want to be on earth is a victim. That's just not me. That's not who I am. I, I, you don't ever hear me complain. I'm not going to people saying, yo, this is what I'm going through. Yo, this is hard. Yo, I need this. I need that. That's just not who I am. Yo, this person did this. That person did that. Oh, my God. That's, that, that ain't me, man. That's just not me, yo. I, I will literally just sit in the dark by myself, internalize it, take it on. This is just what God want me to go through. So I'm going through it. Head up, ten toes down. That's it. What else you got? But if I'm being honest... And it was a lot of times last year I wanted to quit. I wanted to give all this shit up. And it wasn't because the times were hard. I've been through hard times my entire life. That's nothing new. It was just for the first time I was dealing with a brand new amount of hate. I ain't never been hated on like that mm-hmm. from so many different angles and so many different people who don't know me, who don't know shit about me to the point where I had family calling me. My mama my aunts, sisters. Some of these family members were calling me, crying. Friends. Reese, they don't know you. Why are they talking about you like this? Why are they saying these things? I was getting mad at them. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just as mad as you all. Leave me alone, right? It was hard. But I wasn't really mad at anybody who was hating. I vented about it when I could, but I wasn't really mad at anybody who was hating. I wasn't even mad at my family members who were receiving the hate. You know what I was truly mad at? And I hate to admit this. No. I was mad at God. Because why? why, man? You know what I'm saying? That's how I felt. Like, you know me. I don't expect these people to know me. They're human. Who cares what they think? You know me. I don't, Earth? Please. What do y'all know more than me, right? But I was like, God, you know who I am. Mm-hmm. You put me in this position. Mm-hmm. I'm here because of you, bro. I done prayed to you my whole life. I done did right. I done tried to be righteous. I done tried to do everything the right way. Hey, why the hell I'm going through this, man? Like, what's up? Like, I really was talking to him like that. You know, like, I don't understand this. I don't deserve this. That was my mindset. I just don't deserve this. I will take all that I deserve, and I deserve some shit because I ain't perfect. I take all my karma head on 
Again, I don't play victim. I'm accountable. But I ain't deserve that. I knew it. And everybody who knows me knew it. Mm -hmm. I just didn't understand why. Now, what am I doing this for? Is this worth it? Why am I getting up and going into this place? What is going on? I don't even need this for real. And I didn't think he answered me. I was frustrated with that. You know, like, I got to keep getting up and doing it, but you're not answering me. He always answers. Tony. They say he may not come when you want him. He's but he'll be, yeah. You know? And I kind of gave up on looking or searching for an answer and kind of just chalked it up to, like, it's just another day in the life, yo. You got to do what you got to do. And then you go on this BBA trip. After that year of just, like, wanting to just give it all up. And the first thing you remember is, who are you to say that things happen to you that you don't deserve? Imagine saying that to these kids. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no place on earth that will remind you more that horrible things happen to people who do not deserve it than being around kids who are suffering from chronic and terminal illnesses. Mm -hmm. There's just no better reminder. Mm -hmm. It'll fuck you up because then you start looking at yourself like, what are you complaining about? Get your ass up and do it, you know? Right. That was a good enough answer for me, to be honest. I was, I was fine there. But then you get Kristen coming over and saying, hey, I've been watching, and I know who you are, and I know your soul, and I know your spirit, and I know your heart, and I know you've been searching for your why. And Landon is your why. <laughs> Man. Oh, shit. I ain't gonna cry again, Kate. I ain't gonna cry again. It's okay. <laughs> Let it out. Let it out. Woo! But she was right. She was absolutely right. And I knew in that moment, I had finally got my answer. Mm -hmm. Just when I thought you weren't listening. Mm -hmm. God ain't never left me, yo. Mm -hmm. All these years, I don't even know why I still doubt it. Mm. He still show up. Right. Every time. Every single time. And instantly. I'm talking about instantly. It all became clear, and it was all worth it. All of it. Every tweet, every Instagram message, my mother calling me crying, everything I suffered that I didn't deserve, everything I went through behind the scenes, because we all go through some shit behind the scenes that most people wouldn't even be able to deal with or walk through. It was all worth it just to show up every day and realize how much it meant for him for me to be around. The message his mom sent me of how much it meant to him and how she had never seen him open up like that. Mm. Me knowing what it was like to be his age as a kid and not be suffering one one hundredth of what he's going through, but to wish that I had that person in my life that I could have looked up to like that, that would have been there when he said he would be. Fuck, I care about what a hater that don't even know me think. When Landon looking at me with that kind of love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was all worth it, instantly. And that's why I cried. And I wasn't necessarily mad that I cried, Katie. I was mad that I couldn't stop. <laughs> you ever had that cry that won't stop? Yeah. What I'm talking about? Yes. When you telling yourself that's you, enough. You're wiping your eyes. Like, and it's like, yo, golly, yo, like okay. Yo, hey, hey, I get it, bro. We got the point. Got yeah. you know and then you and KK like, let it out. Yeah. No, let it go. No, let him fall. 
Hey, how's it? That was good. What? I'm chasing waterfalls. <laughs> Yo. Oh, man. That's the best way I could really put that moment into words in that. That was my why. Um. So, I have a question. Yeah. How does it feel to be a father now? <laughs> well, I can't be an older brother, yo. Okay. Well, I can't be an older brother because... you already are. Yo, come on, You're man. an older brother to a lot of people. Yeah, I know, but none is special as Landon, though. You're right. Um, I'm not uh, a father, Katie. How does it feel to be a big bro to Landon? No. <laughs> it's the... It's the most amazing feeling in the world, honestly. It's um, it's to me, it's my greatest accomplishment. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like seriously, just when you thought, you know, you see, yeah, I've done a few things in radio, I've done a few things in comedy, I've done a few things in life, and those things are pretty cool. Nothing remotely close to that moment when we were leaving and uh, Landon was standing on like a like a brick platform that was outside of the building. So we was kind of the same height, you know? Mm-hmm. And the buses are leaving. And there I am trying to be tough guy, right? Like, yo, later, bro. I'll holler at you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I walked over there and he had bracelets. One of the funniest moments on the trip was when I asked him who his favorite rapper was. And he told me um, Juice World. And for some reason, I just was not prepared for that. Wait, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like wait, wait, okay. Let's talk about this, right? And I start going through Juice World songs. One of the first songs I saw was like, All Girls Are the Same. And I was like, you, you like this song? He's like, yeah. I don't even know about this, right? <laughs> he started talking about everything. Like Madden. We just started talking about life. Everything, man. And um, they gave him bracelets of his favorite rappers. Mm. Like Juice World, um, Lil Peep was one of them. There was a few rappers. Mm-hmm. And he, in, in such land and fashion, because 90% of our time together, he was making fun of me. Mm-hmm. And like KK said, I can take a joke, so I can joke with the best of them. And he, he looked at me, and he, he said, um, well, Lil Peep is my least favorite, so I want you to have this one. This one's for you. <laughs> and to him, it was funny. Right. To me, I was trying not to cry. Because <laughs> it was like, huh? Are you going to give me this? You want me to have something. Well, this whole uh, trunk of things in front of you, you got all, you thought to come over here and give me something. Mm. And he just looked at me like, you, you thought I wouldn't? You know, like, duh. I'm sitting there like... I love you, my dude. You know what I mean? And then he stood on the platform, and then we kind of told each other jokes. And then his mom was like, come on, we out. And he jumped on me. I was mush, Katie. I was mush. So I carried him to the bus. I put him on a bus. And, oh, that was a, that was, that was a hard goodbye, man. That was hard. I ain't gonna hold you. That was hard. And, it wasn't um, a goodbye. See you, see you later. It was yeah, a see you later. Uh-huh. You know, and we'll keep in touch. And that's my guy. That is my guy. And I, I genuinely feel like he did more for me than I could do for him. But that connection was just solid. It, I needed it. I didn't even think it was possible for me. But when you find your why, it makes everything worth it. And I guess that's my uh, takeaway for y'all, the listeners, that, hey, sometimes life just simply is not fair. It's just that simple. My mama been telling me that my whole life, so I don't know why as a grown man I'm shocked that I'm going through something like this. But life is just simply not fair. Mm. But sometimes you just got to put your head down, keep going, and know that, believe that, have faith in. When you finally find your why, it will be worth it. Mm -hmm. So find your landing.
next week, bitches. Stumbling like I can't see Yeah, I'm blinded by my dreams Every time they reach, cross over on me Knock me off my feet, yeah Coyote cover from three, yeah I promise that it get deep It ain't all that you see Can you feel what I mean? Keep on raising the bar Between the lines you should read I've been bothered by these demons while I rest I don't know if I could swallow reality when it is I've been coping with my problems while trying to coexist You might feel a little hopeless and broken, but don't you quit Cause I swear to God you probably even closer than you think Shit get overwhelming, that's why I be smoking when I drink Coast P, M-O-E, I stay so sleep Y'all saw it before me and how we start to believe I used to want it all like the money in the chain Till I learn it all, money ain't the same Cause you could do it all for the money and the fame But you gon' learn this way more money in the game I used to want it all like the money in the chain Till I learn it all, money ain't the same Cause you can do it all for the money and the fame But you gon' learn this way more money in the game Give me the game, I swear to y'all I'm legit Pick up the letter, but really been through some shit Before every stand-up show, I've learned to sit And think about the days I really wanted to quit So it's, it's like every show is my last Can't break everything that I want is glass Chasing all this money while outrunning my past For a future like a future, this shit that you gotta pass She could probably be so much more than an ass But the thing about having class is really there ain't a class uh, Anything that I learned, they gon' hate you for it all Even the stuff you were When taking all these same day trips wasn't a thing I was married to the phone, praying that it would ring Oof. Battles that I done fought I done been through this shit too long to come up I short I used to want it all like the money in the chain Till I learn it all, money ain't the same Cause you could do it all for the money and the fame But you gon' learn this way more money in the game I used to want it all like the money in the chain Till I learn that old money ain't the same Cause you can do it all for the money and the fame But you gon' learn this way more money in the game Give me the I game I can't come to terms with my feelings I think that it's too much to deal with I drink, smoke the numb, pain and kill shit I paint a different picture, I'm a realist Strokes from the pressure in my lifetime Escape untouched on the right side Put these haters up out of my sideline I'm sick of always playing Mr. I nice used to guy. want it all like the money in the chain Till I learn it all, money ain't the same Cause you could do it all for the money and the fame But you gon' learn this way more money in the game I used to want it all like the money in the chain Till I learn that old money ain't the same Cause you can do it all for the money and the fame But you gon' learn to sway more money in the game Give me the game What's up, y'all? It's at sign K-E-Y-W-I-L-L voice, the official voice of In The Moment podcast. And we want to thank you for tuning in each and every week. See you next week.